This is Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. We are Brad and Brittany, the voices in your head. Good day, mates! <laughs> we had to. We had to. We definitely did. All right, we have a little lies to tell you today. Big Little Big Lies. Little Lies. So the audiobook that we are reviewing today is called Big Little Lies. The author is Leanne Moriarty, and the narrator is Caroline Lee, and the book was published by Penguin Audio, and it was released on July 29th, 2014, and it's a whopping 16 hours. Ooh, that's a whopper. Yeah. And the genre is suspense, mystery, thriller, and chick lit. <laughs> Chicklet. What'd you just call me? <laughs> Sorry. That was actually one of the genres on the book. Okay. So All it right. said like women's fiction and chicklet. Mm. So I was like, I think we'd like that one. <laughs> so tell us about this book, Brittany, since we both listened to it. So the book focuses on three different characters, three moms, and they all take their children to the school called Piruwi Public. They all have very different lives from each other so there's madeline who she's very headstrong very passionate about everything and she remembers everything and so her ex-husband is actually in the school system as well with his new daughter from a new marriage and she just kind of has a lot of uh, emotional stuff because she also shares a daughter with that husband named abigail Mm -hmm. who we will talk about later Uh. Oh, Abigail. But let me let me just stop you right there because I love Madeline. Yes. Love her. I figured you would love her. She is like the bread to my Oprah. Yes. I love love Madeline. Madeline. (laughs) (laughs) She's really good. She's the uh, first person that you're introduced to. And she just has such a cool opening Mm -hmm. sequence with the car and the texting and driving stuff. It was just really funny. So one of the other women that the book centers around is Celeste, and she is very beautiful. Everyone stops and stares at her, and it's mm-hmm. kind of weird because the dads at the school also stop and stare mm-hmm. at her, so it's kind of weird. But yet she also has a husband who everyone stops and stares as well. Yes, they are pretty much the Barbie and Ken of Perui Public. They, they're just the they're, Barbie and Ken of the public. They are royalty. Yes, They are royalty. And of course, they're rich, so they have a lot of money, and they can do a lot of things, go on vacations, and everything like that. And they have twins, two boys, who go to Perry Public. And the third person that we focus on is Jane. Oh, Jane. Oh, Jane. She's a young mom. She's only 24. Mm. And all of the other moms mistake her as a nanny. Yeah. Ain't that ageist. Yeah, right? So she gets mistaken as a nanny in the the, fir- the orientation day of the school. She's kind of like the cool mom. She's mm-hmm. raising her son as best she can, and they have a really good relationship. She's single, so there's nobody there to mingle with. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of judgment with her. Yes. A lot of the other moms judge Jane. They have judgy eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All over Jane. But she's a really good mom, and she really cares about her son, who's named is Ziggy. Ziggy with a Z. Ziggy. What I love about this book is that it really focuses on bringing together three different types of women mm-hmm. and making them so tight and best friends and yeah. so close. And it's, 
I also I think that's a theme throughout Moriarty's work is that she just loves bringing women together mm-hmm. throughout the novel. There's definitely some conflict between women, but all of her themes in the book is just motherhood and yeah. womanhood. And I just love that about this author. Yeah. A big theme of this book is bullying. And I think that's important for today's society in particular, because there's so many things that deal with bullying. Like bullying is the hot topic mm-hmm. right now to mm-hmm. discuss. And It definitely sheds a lot of light on that and about standing up for yourself. It's interesting how these women support each other and what they do for each other. Mm -hmm. I love it. But then there are also some badass apples. Yeah. Renata. Renata. We didn't even have to time that one. That's weird. We didn't count (laughs) or anything for that. (laughs) But who names their daughter Renata? Well, and then Renata went on to name her kid Amabella. Amabella. Amabella with Not, an M. Yes, exactly. Not Annabella, like a normal person, mm-hmm. but Amabella. It was weird. And they also point out how weird it was in the book, so I don't feel as bad about making... I just talked about bullying and now I'm making fun of, <laughs> <laughs> fun of someone's name. Sorry um, about it. <laughs> sorry. So jumping into the quality of the audiobook, there were a few different things about the beginning of the book that I kind of picked up on. I noticed that there was long pausing Mm -hmm, at the mm -hmm. beginning. It seemed to be going very slowly. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if I would actually be able to stick it out with this book. But luckily, the story Mm -hmm. really jumps in. I think that's the best part about this author is that she presents this world that you can't you don't want to get out of yeah and it's just a simple it's very simple like like you said it's about bullying and how do you make a drama and a chiclet and suspense mystery thriller about this topic you know yeah, about this simple thing that happens at an elementary school and it happens every day with these mothers and it's just a small topic but yet she makes it very interesting yeah it was really a really slow start but slow start it's probably like 10 minutes of slowness yeah. maybe and yeah. then it just jumps right into the story you meet madeline and madeline's intro like i was saying is really awesome it really shows that she's a powerhouse she does not give any f's about what's going on one thing that I also I want to talk about the long pauses because there is one thing that I think we both noticed. It might be a, a slight criticism is the breaths that mm-hmm. she takes between the pauses. Probably a handful of times where I heard it, but it was like this. But it was also sort of satisfying in a f- you kind of way. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, like she like sucked her lips and then she took a deep breath. And so I was like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> You're taking me into a world and then I'm getting brought out by your lip, lip, lip smacks. smacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this ain't a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> this is big little lies. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the only thing that was r- truly distracting for me. Was there some points where I just, I heard her swallow sometimes mm-hmm. and... Well, interesting thing. I feel like after a certain point, I sort of stopped paying attention to those things. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really bother me as much. One thing that did bug me a little bit is the lack of variety in some of the voices. Yes. Oh my God. I commented that on about that too. Yeah. I, I mean, we get introduced to Madeline first and we are also introduced to her daughter, Chloe, who's mm-hmm. five. And I thought that Chloe was a 60-year-old person instead of a five-year-old <laughs> because they're just 
it was no variety. And I did, I get confused with who were the older women. Yes. Because throughout the book, there it's basically like an interrogation throughout the book. Every chapter begins or ends with someone answering questions or giving their side of the story of the mystery that happens at the end of the book. And in those questions, it's, it always starts off with Samantha, colon. And so when she mentioned Chloe... For a while, I was like, who is Chloe? Is that yeah. another woman? Is yeah. it because every time Chloe spoke, it was this old woman again? Yeah. Chloe's written as a five year old. She's mm-hmm. written as very naive and sweet and innocent. And I think at the very beginning, Caroline just kind of, I don't know, didn't know how to approach the five year old voice. She didn't mm-hmm. want to make it too childish, but then she wanted to make it stand out a little bit. So she tried. Mm hmm. And at the beginning, it just kind of fell flat. I mean, later on, after you get to know Caroline's voice a little bit, you can pick up who is who Mm -hmm. between the women and the children. Yes. But then I started having confusion with- Which child is talking. Which child, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the only child that was at least, you know, separated from the other children was Abigail mm-hmm. because she had that teen angst yeah. voice to her. Yeah. And Abigail was a teenager and she acted like a teenager. Oh, I want to oh. slap that girl. <laughs> I threw my phone across the room a couple of times when Abigail came mm-hmm. on. Abigail was B word. Yes. Abigail was something extra. Yes. She was dipping some sauce. Oh, she was taking the sauce and not even dipping. Mm -mm. She was just pouring it into her face. Yes, exactly. Go, 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 go. Oh, she was, oh, she was so nasty and awful to her mom. And it's important to note that Madeline and Jane have similar stories in Jane's present, but Madeline's past. So Mm -hmm. Madeline used to be a single mother, a young single mother. Who, whose husband was not in the picture anymore, didn't want to be a father and, mm-hmm. and left, but then came back when Abigail was a teenager and wanted to have a place in her life. And this isn't a spoiler at all. Mm-hmm. Abigail starts treating her mom very disrespectful and it just angers me. I just, I don't get it. And I don't remember ever being a teenager and treating my mom like that, although my mom would probably disagree. <laughs> but I just, it's I just, can't. So Abigail had that entitlement to her. Which I feel as if every teen has nowadays. But this was just something, because I love Madeline. And so yeah. I'm like, don't talk to your mother like that. Yeah. And so she ended up talking to her mother like that. And uh, and we just had to sit back and be like, girl. Mm. Mm. But getting back to the voices, I definitely agree with you. I don't think there she didn't use different voices for the different characters. But as the story went on, she you could definitely tell that she was using... Different yeah. traits. Yes. You because know, for- Madeline was a lot more screechy. Mm-hmm. And she kind of went up a few octaves when mm-hmm. she would talk about anything that Madeline was like exasperated about. Mm-hmm. It was just. Saved by the breath. <laughs> Screech. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but Celeste was more soft-spoken. She was definitely kind of a doormat. Mm-hmm. She sounded different than the other women. And Jane just kind of sounded young. She mm-hmm. sounded like she was learning as she went. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious that I'm crying over this. What happened? It's just... Oh, what will those other mothers think of me now? And I, I think the best thing I liked about all three of them was all three of the women have the right to be sad. How they all portray their sadness, like Celeste definitely has this like hidden sadness and Jane has this overall general, you know, I'm young. I don't, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm too grown for my age. 
but yet I'm still sad. And then Madeline's like, oh, I've been sad a long time ago. Get over it. Here's a bottle of wine. That basically is Madeline. And I just think Madeline's sassiness is what makes her voices, like when Caroline Lee speaks in Madeline's voice, I feel like her sassiness definitely pulls through. And Celeste's kindness pulls through. And then Jane's like yearning mm-hmm. pulls through. So Yeah. So I definitely feel like I would be friends with Madeline's voice. Yes. I feel like you're Madeline's voice. <laughs> I am kind of screechy. (laughs) (laughs) You're also like stern in your own way, but then also Mm. really cool. Oh, I don't think I'm Madeline at all. I think I'm Samantha. Ooh. I love Samantha. Samantha just pops out of nowhere. (laughs) Which woman did you like out of all the women? Do you remember Mm. them? Because I hated Harper. Oh, no. Definitely hated Harper. Hated Harper. Love Samantha. I liked Bonnie. Bonnie. I loved Bonnie. This isn't a spoiler because it, it comes up pretty early on, mm-hmm. but Bonnie is the new wife of Nathan, who is Madeline's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. So Madeline has this natural distaste for Bonnie, even though they still get along mm-hmm. fairly well. And so throughout the whole novel, I am waiting to hate Bonnie. Yeah. Because Madeline hates her. Yeah, and Abigail seems to love her, Mm -hmm. and I did not like Abigail, so I was like, I need to hate Bonnie. Exactly. And then there was this moment at the end, there was a second where I was like, this is it. This is when I'm going to hate Bonnie. It never came. Mm Mm-hmm. No. So. Definitely enjoyed Bonnie. Yes. A lot. I loved her personality, too. Her stupid yoga, vegetarianism. Mm Mm-hmm. She just had me. Yeah. She had me from vegan. So do you think that... Were you able to get a big picture from the audiobook? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really feel like I was. I mean, even though Caroline lacked a lot of emotion for the kids' voices, she still did a wonderful job with the adults. And she still still did a great job making the kids little brats. Mm -hmm. I I can't say I liked any of the children. (laughs) Except for Ziggy. I love Ziggy. I love Ziggy. (laughs) He's He's so so, cute. He's so sweet. I mean, all of the other ones, they were pretty much brats. Mm -hmm. So I actually liked... Amabel. Yes, because she was so sweet and so shy mm-hmm. and just... Even though she told some lies. She's a little liar. Actually, they're all little liars. They are little That's liars. That's the thing. This is like pretty little liars, but like for adults. Yeah. Oh So my much better. <laughs> and wraps up so much quicker. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it gets to that, it gets to that meaty, meatiness very quickly. I like the way the audiobook is mm-hmm. structured. Yeah. And that helps us kind of just get a bigger picture of it. Yeah. I do have to comment on some of the differences between the audiobook and the actual book because this is one of those times where I listened to the audiobook while I was reading. Because I did that with The Husband's Secret, which is another Leanne Mor- Moriarty. I found the book at Goodwill. It was like a dollar fifty, and I just bought it. And I was like, I'm going to re- read along to it. And I just loved it. But... I noticed that the audiobook is different in terms of headings. Really? And words. The audiobook uses words that usually is said in the Australian culture, I guess. Okay. But not in the books because the book is published in America. Um, oh. It's not the Australian version of the book. So it's kind right. of changed and edited in a way that's different. But then I don't think Caroline Lee, who's Australian, I think she keeps the the original text. Yeah, that makes which sense. Which is, I think is pretty cool because you're getting that, you know, that Australian yeah, feel. Yeah, I love the book, that. Yeah, since it takes place in Australia. Yeah, and I mean, if we're in the region mm-hmm. of where the book is, is supposed to be taking place, 
I really want to get a feel for all the lingo and all the words. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to have an Americanized version of it. I mean, yeah. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I really like hearing the accents. Exactly. And also another thing, which I don't know if I like this, but the headings are different in the audiobook versus the book. Oh. I was reading, it was like chapter 72, two weeks before the Tri- trivia, trivia night. Because every other chapter starts with like three months before the trivia night or four weeks after the trivia night or whatever. Kind of that's how it structures. But the audiobook set a different time. So for instance, one day, one time it was like two months and the audiobook said three months. Oh. And I was like, wait. Ooh, weird. So I was kind of caught off with that. I have to say that I think I noticed where that would be. I did not have the book with me, like, reading along. But there was a point where she said the one time was three months before Trivia Night. And then the next section was three months before Trivia Night. Yes. And I was like, yes. why did she preface with two, three months exactly. before? Exactly. That was weird. So yes. I definitely noticed that. Mm-hmm. I guess that was a mistake. Yeah, well, I think the... it might have been a mistake on the audiobook's part. Definitely was a mistake. Wow, Uh-oh. that's weird. Isn't it cool? That, that's why I like following along with them sometimes. Yeah. Just because I, I can catch up on that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Going back to Clear Picture. Beautiful picture. Yeah. Yes. I really loved it. And it was like a seaside town. Mm-hmm. What I'm nervous about is because I just watched the trailer for the miniseries. <gasps> oh, I didn't know there was yes! a trailer. Oh, my god! But gosh. it's like a teaser. And mm. it looks nothing what I imagine. However, they did ca- they did capture Celeste running. They did do that because Celeste and Jane would sometimes run in the yes. books. They did power walk. Yeah, they would power walk. In this miniseries, I think Celeste is played by Reese Witherspoon. Because I know Shailene Woodley, she plays Jane. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm actually excited. I actually really like Shailene Woodley. I know, me too. Me too. Yeah. She got arrested and I more, more power to her. Yeah. She, she got arrested thing. for doing a good thing. Exactly. But she is, you know, playing Jane, which I really think oh, is good I'm casting. So Reese is playing Celeste. And I forgot who. Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman is playing Madeline. Yeah. Yes. Really? I think. I, see, I see Nicole Kidman being Celeste and mm. Reese Witherspoon being Madeline. But I feel like uh-huh. Reese is too young to be Madeline. Laura, Laura Dern plays Renata. Yes, Laura Dern plays Renata. Adam which... Scott plays Ed. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. So this oh, is going to be so a miniseries dead. on HBO and coming out in 2017. And oh, I'm so I'm just, down with this. I'm so excited. And I, and I watched the teaser after I listened to the book. And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous. Nicole Kidman is Celeste. Oh, Nicole. Oh, she is Celeste. Yes. You called that. And Reese Witherspoon is Madeline. See, I don't know about this because I imagine Madeline as like this 40-year-old woman. I can't say that I imagine Reese Witherspoon as Madeline, mm-hmm. but I do imagine Nicole Kidman as Celeste. I, so I I'm agree with that. really glad that Nicole Kidman is Celeste. <laughs> I love Nicole Kidman. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait for this. I have tears in my eyes right now because I'm so excited <laughs> about this TV show right now. Oh! And I love that it's going to be a, a miniseries, so it's going to have a beginning and an end. I think they're going to work it up real nice. Zoe Kravitz plays Bonnie. What? Ooh. What? I like her even more now. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm really excited about this now. Like, I knew that they were making something for it. I knew that it was going to be an HBO TV show thing mm-hmm. or, or an HBO movie of some sort, but I didn't realize who were in the parts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Finding out which actors are going to be in there and if they're actors that I really like it's makes exciting. me so much more excited. It's so exciting. They're bringing these characters that I love. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoyed not knowing who was playing in this while listening because yes. I was able to build my own mental picture mm-hmm. of these characters. It all That always ruins it for me. <sighs> yeah. If I see 
an actor, an actress in a role that I'm reading about, I'm like, man, I can't get them out of my head now. That's why I wanted to wait to the last minute or when I was finished to watch the teaser to kind of see what's going on. The teaser is not, it's not enough. It's not enough for me. No, I think it's I just like, not. it doesn't even introduce them. It just shows them and they say. Interviews or something? No, there's none of that. Really? They're like, it's like flashes of the women. You know, I think it was, someone was running and then someone was looking over a cliff and then someone was yelling on a microphone. And I think that was Renata, which is Laura Dern. Oh, probably. So that's all I re- really see, remember. See, I imagined Renata as this businesswoman who had like brunette hair, mm-hmm. tight bun. In a bun. In a bun. In a bun. Yes. <laughs> yes. She had a bun. She always wore work clothes. Her face was probably like pulled back really tight who, from the bun. Who was the headmistress in Matilda? Miss Trunchbull. Trunchbull. Yes. Yeah. I imagine a prettier version of her. Yes. <laughs> Pretty, skinnier, probably Miss Honey, but as Miss Trunchbull. I have the perfect actress in my head right now. Constance Zimmer. Yes. From, oh my gosh. From Unreal. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. With a little bun and a little bitchy attitude. So good. That You mm-hmm. you should be a casting director. Thank Why you, are you, you not? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Hollywood, give us a chance. Please. Even though it was 16 hours. I mean, that's, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that was too long or too short? I'll tell you, as soon as the the action starts rolling and you start learning who these women are, the 16 hours goes by in a flash. I don't, don't even realize. Yeah, I don't remember it being 16 hours. Yeah. It just, it just goes by so quickly. Mm-hmm. So I would say that it was perfect. Like, for instance, I saw the 16 hours in this book and I was ready for it. Yeah. Last week, I was listening to a book that was 19 hours and I was like, I don't think I can finish it. And mm-hmm. what I do... Returned back to the library. Ooh. You know, I really think that this book went so smooth and I enjoyed listening to it. I loved it. I listened to it on my commute to work. Um, I This week was a training week at work. So I was mm-hmm. going long distance to a different campus. And that was the best because I had longer time to listen to right. it. And it was just so good. You know, I took a nice bath. I got my bottle of wine. No glass. And you are Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> And I just sat in the bath and I listened to my book and I was like, mm, popping the bubbles. You didn't listen to it really quickly. I was surprised. I tried to get it Because I was finished it before you started mm-hmm, it. So mm-hmm. I was like, come on now. Tap, tap, tap on your window. You need to listen to this. <laughs> Are you listening? You know, I, it's crazy because I've had this book on my phone. You've been telling me about it. For probably a year now. Because I, it was one of the first ones we downloaded from Audible after I got a you know free trial. You know, I read The Husband's Secret and I listened to it while I read it. And I just loved that. And I was like, Big Little Lies is next. You know, I got caught up in different yeah. books. I would say for this material, do the audiobook, the actual book, and watch the miniseries mm-hmm. when it comes out. Yes. I hope it gets nominated. Emmy worthy. Emmy alert. Emmy alert. And not Emmy worthy. Get it? Because Annabelle? Oh, Annabelle. Yeah. Amabella. Amabella. <laughs> that was a really, really cheesy. Do you think they're going to do accents? Well, Nicole Kidman is Australian. I, yeah, I know that. I don't think, I don't, I don't trust Reese, Reese Witherspoon's accents. Just stick with your Southern accent that you really do that well. you were born with, probably. Yeah. And I don't know about Shailene Woodman. I know, like, that's I don't, what I'm interested in. I don't know. And also Adam Scott having an accent. I think they're just going to keep with Nicole Kidman doing it, just like they did with Emily Blunt and the girl on the train. They kept her British accent. 
And they I've, moved they moved locations mm-hmm. to America. I can't say that I'm the biggest fan of, of that happening. Keep it where the source material is. That's true. However, because this book is so universal. That's true. I, I mean, think... they really don't mention anything that is specifically Australia, unless there actually is a Periwee public, but I don't think there is. Yeah, and they only talk about Perry traveling to different places. Yeah, they talk about him traveling a mm-hmm. lot. All right, so I think we've come to the end where we decide if we're going to shelf it or shove it. Mm-hmm. I think that I would definitely shelf it. We are going to shelf this and then probably buy the miniseries when it comes out on DVD. Yes, and I'm going to start buying more of Leanne's novels. I think yeah. I'm going to listen to What Alice Forgot and I'm going to listen to the hypnosis novel Ooh. that she has. I think That's it's like about good. a therapist. And, that yeah. would be perfect mm-hmm. for you then. I know. I really like the covers of the books that they have. I love them. It's like all, there's always a it's like it's like an object, but then it's like separated into all these yeah, pieces, it's breaking apart because there's love it. secrets and mm-hmm. lies and stuff. Exactly. Well, this concludes our review of Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. I hope we didn't tell too many lies. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something clever, but I can't. So we'll just leave it there. Don't forget to show us some love on Facebook and Twitter. We are always there for you guys. If you need any help with that, just let us know and we'll show you how to write reviews. We will show you the ways. (laughs) Please subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. And have a wonderful... November. November. (laughs) 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 Okay, bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Bonnie is the new husband of Nathan, who is the new wife. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I had to throw it in there. Uh, Uh, But yeah, so. (laughs) Why do we, why are we twins? Are we like Celeste twins? Right, right. Oh my God. Oh, one of them. Uh, Wait, can't take that out. (laughs) Can't take that out.